All right, let's go for it. We'll start with the Take intro, care. and then we'll introduce you. Headphones, if you want them, it's up to you. All right. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted, Toasted Marshmallow, Marshmallow Adventures podcast. Today we are at the lounge at the end of the studio in the Artist Lounge. End of the universe. End of the studio. <laughs> in Fuck the, the name Artist up. Lounge at the at lounge. podcast row. Hell yeah. And we have Dante Barnett, comedian Dante Barnett, <laughs> here with us to talk with us. We're excited about this. Welcome. Also known as Suitman 206. 206. Yeah, well, Suitman. Suitman. Suit that's that's the handle name Suitman 206. It wasn't available, so you know you got to go with what you can. 206 yes. is the Seattle area yes. code, mm-hmm. so it made it unique to me. But yeah, I've been... Uh, I've been doing fucking everything this festival. I've been nice. setting up, yeah. running the stage, hosting, awesome. performing, podcasting. Woo! Yeah, we're doing it fucking all, right? Oh, yeah. you, utility guy, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm loud as hell and I'm deaf. I can't tell how loud I am. When did you get here? Uh, I've been here since Wednesday afternoon. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I, I did a mic at Nate Jackson's Club in Seattle on Tuesday. Mm. Uh, went and sold some shirts at 11 p.m. And then Holy went to bed crap. about 1, got up at 4, packed a bag, this got here at noon, like. started setting up, built the outdoor for, you know, I didn't know I was doing manual labor. I yeah. 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 yeah, we came in podcast on, on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's Sue Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sleeveless shirt working, yeah. yeah. Sun's out, guns out, yeah. I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> so, how did the suit thing start? Do you wear a suit every time you perform? Yeah, I'm always in a suit and tie. Um, actually, the funny part is, like, when I was growing up in high school, I was in FBLA. I've sold timeshare. I've sold. Uh, I had a series six and sixty three. I was a teacher, so I have like. Wow. I did a calculation the other day, and it was off by a couple digits, but the numbers were right. I said I have um, sixteen pair of slacks times six suit coaches, ninety six plus four. Suit Suits, that's a hundred outerwear options. Had a hundred and thirty shirts, ties, give or take. Oh my god, seventy give or take shirts times ten pair of shoes. If you multiply that out, that's nine point one million. I'm a nerd. If you didn't know, <laughs> I'm Asperger's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's not Asperger's anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it is Asperger's. Oh, okay. I thought a, they gave it a new name. Yeah, we, we won't go there. Okay. Right? okay. We'll, we'll let that one go. They gave the other side. Never mind. We won't go there either. That's like it was funny because I do a deaf show, and yeah. they're like, "We well, were only partial deaf," and started heckling me. And a part. Well, no, I'm not going to say that though. But I was like, "I'm half black. I've been fighting my whole life about how black I am. I'm not going to argue with you about how deaf I am either." You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And so now that I'm part of that community, I get heckled by them. And it's like, look, I had somebody be like, well, it's autism awareness, autism acceptance. I don't give a shit. I'm just yeah. advertising yeah. a show. Like, come on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. That's awesome. So check out. Now, I see. I did read about your hearing loss online. You had some surgery. I think it was recently where you. 2014. Oh, it was 2014 where you regained like 50% of your hearing. So I, I didn't know it, but uh, I went in because I was having ear problems and they put me on steroids for like eight weeks uh-huh. and every four two weeks they give you double the dose i'm already an asshole <laughs> so by the third or fourth time my ex-wife at the time was like he's not getting any more steroids or you get to marry him right and so then they gave me a hearing test and they tapped this thing and it goes wrong right and so we went wrong wrong and he's 
you didn't hear anything? No, I didn't hear shit. And it was, oh. before I did that test, I was actually doing the regular hearing test, and I'm playing on my Game Boy. And yeah. I would noticed for a while that I had been playing and not hearing anything, right? <laughs> oh, shit. And the lady came in and was like, broken. you haven't heard, heard shit? Was, actually, no. Oh, so then, like, there's a little bone on behind your ear. And uh-huh. so, like, taking my he- ear- headset, they put the bone on my, the headset on my ear bone, mm-hmm. and I could hear it that way. And so they knew I was able to hear. They just needed to figure out where the miscalculation was. Oh, now, the okay. worst part about hearing surgery is they don't know what they're going to do for you. When they okay. go in. Yeah, they give you, like, five different options. Oh, okay. So, like, the first ones, they could fix your eardrum. They can put tubes in. They can fix something else. And then there's this one surgery, like, they do for nobody. Oh. And- is that what you got? Yeah! <laughs> you got the special yeah. one. Yeah, the worst part was I told him, when you wake me up, grab my mom. Because I'm not good. On, I've had a ton of surgeries. I have a shoulder yeah. reattached. I've had a knee rebuilt. And I know I'm not good on anesthesia. And so they didn't get my mom. Well, I woke up and I was just like, ow, ow, ow. And then I had like a turban on because, no, not even my turban. I just wasn't responding. Like, sir, you're going to need to calm down. Look, fuck you. And (laughs) I was hot. And I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm cussing. And so next thing you know, they put me to sleep. So then about five, whatever time there, I wake up and I look over. My mom's there and we're in a dark room. And they're like, they called security on you. And I was like. Right. Oh, That's yeah. got to be like the most racist <laughs> shit. Like, I'm a black guy under drugs. What do you need security yeah, for? Just put me back to sleep. Like, what the fuck? Sorry. I digress, oh, but God. yes, yes. Oh, we got to go live. Oh, where's... We got a here, camera. Here, use this one here. All right. Nice. You are you okay with that? Instagram? Sure. Okay, cool. So are you from Seattle? Yeah, born and raised. Born and um, raised. We love glad Seattle. Glad you brought that up. My show Seattle. that I'm producing Sunday is called Give Love Laugh. Uh-huh. Um, it's a donation show. I usually okay. do it for UGM. Uh, my mom passed three years ago, and so oh, for Mother's so Day sorry. this year. Well, I'm sorry, too, but I would have never became a comedian if she didn't pass. Really? I, really? I started doing these things because she passed and yeah. chasing who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But I used to be part of the homeless shelter at Mary's Place. Oh. Wow. And so I decided to do it. And I sent him a message, hey, I'm doing this show. And I got a message back, you may have seen it, where the lady said, Mary heard your story and was so happy. You oh. were the jewel of your mom's eye. And it makes oh. me cry. I say it to you, but, yeah. like, that's... Like, a lot of people, with what I'm doing, they don't know how to give back, right? Yeah. And I've been giving back since year one, mm-hmm. so when I do blow up, giving back is going to be a big deal. Yeah. it'll be Give Love Laugh 47, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no shit. And so, for me, it's one of those where, you know, it just, that, it, it, there's so many things that I do, and people ask me why, and it's because it's easier for me to champion things that I've been through. I'm mm-hmm. homeless. I was, uh, I'll share it. I was molested as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was abandoned. I've lived on the streets. Oh, I've oh been God, through all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm black and I'm yeah. autistic and yeah. I'm a little weird. Yeah. And I look like I should be a cool kid, but in my mind, I'm a skinny little 110 pound girl <laughs> with no confidence, right? Wow. And so, like, I do all these shows and it's like, well, because I'm really a huge bear. Like, if you know a bear, they're fine. Mm-hmm. You don't know me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I try to explain to somebody, like, being my size, I don't, like, when my mom died, they called the police on me. Hmm. They called security on me. I'm in the ER, right? And I go to see my mom. They told me she was going to be intubated. I didn't know what that mean. Mm -hmm. I got there. I was not ready. I never got Mm -hmm. to talk to my mom after that phone call. Mm -hmm. And they told me my mom had cancer. And I'm standing there and I'm crying. And I don't cry like most people. I just, tears come down. And I get mad. And I look very pissed off. So I'm sitting there pacing. And I'm going back and forth. And if you notice, I'm loud because I'm deaf. So I'm growling. And the dude came up and said, can we help you, sir? I said, what the fuck do you want? 
Mm. Well, you're scaring people. Great, my mom just died. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he looked at it's me. And so, what do you want to do here? Now you've got two immovable forces because he feels like he's got to do something, right? And on the other end of it, I'm like, my mom just died. Oh my yeah. god, I'd be crazy. And crazed. so they were yeah. ready to arrest me, and the lady and the nurse had to come by and say, "Did you not hear him? He just said his mom's dying." Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. I was ready to fight all five security yeah, guards. I didn't. Exactly. Yeah. But you're calling five security guards on somebody that's in the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because somebody else walked by and went, that guy's scary. Well, yeah, he's scary. He's lost his mom. What else? Of course. Yeah, no doubt. And I work in mental health. I work with people with autism pretty frequently, you know, and I and I know that, you know, I mean, I've seen people with autism just, you know. I've got selectable mutism, right? And I didn't know. I got so I'm self-diagnosed Asperger's. Mm -hmm. But the funny part about that is I had a friend ask me to start doing a podcast with autistic people, and I thought up autistic artists. We call it autistic because it's the idea of fantastic and autistic Mm -hmm. combined, right? And so we're having our first meeting to do the podcast. You guys know me. I have your pre-meeting. And Andre goes, so, yeah, Dante, you're Asperger's, right? I mean, we went to high school together. I was, hey, uh... No, when <laughs> thought back, it was like, yeah, I've always been in portable classes, and it wasn't autism, mm. and it wasn't behavioral because I was highly intelligent. Yeah. So they couldn't make me a behavioral kid. And then I started thinking back because I worked as a para. Most of these kids that are behavioral kids and the black kids, well, it's only because the teachers don't understand them. They're usually autistic. Yeah. But instead, we're pumping them through them full of meds for mm. Adderall yes. or whatever, yes. when Calm really they just... Bored. Yeah, yeah really. Exactly. And they yeah. don't have a teacher that can communicate or yeah. talk to them or get through That's to them so or true. understand them. And now the loud, talkative kids getting sent into BD and on, on medical drugs. And there's a big difference between a behavioral disorder and a mental disorder when it comes yeah. to IEPs and government funding. Mm. Yeah. So it's... Never mind. I digress. It's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a whole other barrier a, we can talk thing. about for two yeah. hours. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. When people so, get caught in... Yeah, I mean, mental health, I mean, we don't have to go deep into it. But, yeah, I work in it. I see it every day from, you know, um, Asperger's on up to schizophrenia. And, yeah, I mean, it's honestly, it's a fucked up system, really. So. My mom <laughs> currently has Alzheimer's and is in assisted living, so I totally understand the losing your mom thing. It, it is devastating. My mom died from Alzheimer's yeah. as well. Just, yeah, so. Sorry, you guys. You understand. Super brutal. Yeah. We super get it. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. And we will go, yeah, I'm going to go crazy when yeah. that. All right, that's enough heavy stuff. Let's talk about your cut videos. I was watching some of those today, like the Guess Who's in a Frat one, (laughs) where you guys are shotgunning beer. Yeah, and I'm shotgunning a beer in a suit. Somebody was like, he's not shotgunning it right. Are you going to tell me that to my face? Do you think anybody (laughs) at a party has told the big black guy he's shotgunning a beer wrong? Like, say that to my face. I dare you. Double dog dare you. Not only that, you probably thought I was Samoan anyway, so you weren't going to say it to me if you wanted to. But no, I. I got uncut, and um, I know it's weird because a lot of people brag about some of that stuff. And if you haven't noticed, there's nowhere where you see me. I've got my 40 million views or because I'm trying to be organic. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was funny you introduced me as a comedian. I'm not a comedian. I'm oh. a producer. Oh, okay. You know, all the stuff that I'm really known for is, is for all the productions, the Mix and Misidentified. I do a show called mm-hmm. Deaf Comedy Jam where we translate comedy for deaf people. Yeah. And oh, I'm doing awesome. Black and Proud. Of black. So, so my you comedy don't identify is, as well, I, do, I do, but that's not what's going to separate. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so. Okay. That's the angle, you know, all the cut and all that's great, but my biggest thing is I'm trying to produce shows 
for unrepresented people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's what like that's what's got me really in here at, at the lounges. I bring yeah. a whole weekend of two different shows. We do WAP, which is Women Are Funny, and then one of my minority shows. Mm-hmm. And then with the cut video thing, that is just it has expanded who not so much who I am, but expanded the fact that I know I am more than just that as a comedian mm. yeah. more than just that as a producer mm. to see the, like if anybody's listening this is the black Seth Rogen oh, <laughs> if you've been oh, watching oh. the videos and looking at the comments they're calling me the black Seth oh, Rogen really? and if you yeah. look once I said that now you hear it you're not gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah you got a point right but I'm older right mm-hmm. so I'm in the comments going he's the white suit man because I'm four months older than he is yeah. he's born April 82 I'm December 81 so I'm older that's that's <laughs> gentrification if I ever heard it with my my voice first, right? But but cut videos really got me a chance to kind of mm-hmm. get my brand out there, and then like I've got a master's degree. Um, okay. I, I, I don't. I'm not really the book that I look like, right? And yeah. so it's been a good chance to get up there, and then even talking about the one where they were guessing if I was high or not. Like I I have um, anxiety. I have Asperger's, right? I was PTSD. Mm-hmm. I went through depression when my mom died. I went through a divorce right after that. So I like was at a lows of lows. And I don't think we talk about how serotonin inhibitors and Prozac and a lot of these drugs, the side effect of being emotionally numb mm-hmm. and suicidal is way worse than just being a mental case every once in a while, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then the idea of me self-medicating with weed isn't that really that bad when you talk, what are the side, side effects? Yeah. I got the munchies. Right, exactly. Does it yeah. seem like I have short-term memory loss? No, I'm sharper no. attack, right? It actually <laughs> slows me down for a lot of people, right? Like, I can keep up with this fucker now. Yeah. So it's one of those where it just, it's been an opportunity to get my voice out there oh, and be cool. seen. And it's... Uh, I've had people from D.C. to the local casino to middle of fucking we was in between Eureka and Medford driving back and stopped at the gas station and the little kid was like hey I watched you with my stepdad oh that's awesome here's a picture you know you know you've yeah. made it when a girl walks up to you and then the boyfriend asks for the picture you know what I mean wow, yeah. Yeah. yeah I had that happen at my local casino so it's been great just to get it's it's another avenue to get seen, known, and have people yeah. know who you are. Now you have a mix in misidentified show coming up in uh, Boise, Boise, yeah, Superman Summer, yeah. We're doing oh, Superman cool. Summer here, so every okay. in June eleventh and twelfth, I'm bringing mixed and misidentified as the cool. minority show, yeah. and then walk here. Yep, yep, it'll be Woo. here. So you can you get two shows every night that you can watch Sweet. mixed and misidentified. The What Are You Show? It's a whole bunch of mixies. Um, we've got uh, Christina Towns, who's black and Filipino. Yes, we've had her on. on. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We've got my buddy uh, Billy Campbell from Washington, who's uh, Irish and Hispanic, mm-hmm. Irish and Mexican. Then we've got LJ, who's black and white. Yeah. Reese is black and Reese. Swedish. And then I tell everybody, I'm not white. I'm actually third generation Norwegian Swedish. Really? Now, a lot of people, why is that a big deal? Well, that means my great grandma was born here, and that also means most of my white family never could have owned my black family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and being African American, that's, that's, that's kind of a big deal to know that. You don't go down somewhere and go, oh, shit, damn. Right? Um, ah, fuck. You know, I beat myself up on Mammo K-Day, right? Like, so it, it's just one of those where 
it, it gives a chance for everybody to come and see something different. And then in July, we're bringing back Dark Brew, which is my black comedy show. And then August, it'll be Mixed and Misidentified and WAP again. Oh, cool. So bringing some minorities yeah. here, awesome. bringing something different, awesome. giving the we people to that. see something we other than... That. Idaho definitely needs that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, mean, I grew up in California, and yeah, I moved here 20 years ago, and I didn't see a black person for two weeks when yeah. I got here. Yeah. Now it's Now it's different. But 20 years ago... Yeah. It was not like 20 that. years ago, I didn't come to Idaho. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good choice back then. <laughs> oh, man. So what else? Uh, now, I you have the podcast Dating with Disabilities. Is that it? Yeah, that one's huge. So we got two podcasts. We do autastic artists. We highlight artists on the spectrum, whether that's a writer, mm-hmm. a musician, oh. comedian, a magician even. Um, we've had uh, guests from all over the world. We had Juliana Hang, who's really a voice of autism in Malaysia. Oh. Cool. Oh, cool. And what we found is uh, you think it's hard getting a diagnosis as a, as a black person. You go to other countries, they don't even diagnose the stuff. Really? Wow. So, like in Britain, it's very hard. In Malaysia, it's even harder. Cause, and I, I say this because my guest said it for those of you guys listening. The idea of being autistic is the description of a regular Asian girl. Oh, really? really? So the, the, the traits of being quiet and ah. reserved, that's oh. part of the culture. Yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah. how do you get the diagnosis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, that was, and I, I'm not saying this. This was my guess. Yeah. Go watch Autastic Artist Episode 1. I'm quoting Juliana Hang. I'm okay. not saying this. <laughs> right? But that was the thing is that if this is what your culture is, you know what I mean? Like it. Black kids are loud. Well, yeah, we're loud, but that doesn't mean we're being disruptive. That's our culture. Right. So, again, some of these things that we identify in culture, if not properly diagnosed or understood, are not are getting passed by. Yeah. yeah and really. so by doing that show, I ran into Benny Shakes and um, another guy named Jamie out of UK. And he called me to do his Benny Shakes show. Now, Benny goes by Benny Shakes because he has cerebral palsy. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so, awesome. Benny Shakes, yeah. right? Shakes, Again, yeah. I'm not making fun of these people, yeah, right? Exactly. And the best part was is we do we had a whole group meeting, and I'm on there, and Jamie's in a chair. He's like Stephen Hawking's, and he even laughed. He was, said he was happy somebody else was in a chair now because people don't think he's Stephen Hawking. They think he's the other person. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I didn't think he was even paying attention. I was crying or complaining about something, and I left field the guy... Had his message thing say, ah, boo hoo for the American crybaby. And I was like, am I getting heckled by the fucker in the chair? Like, fuck you, Jamie. Like, all right. Was, did you guys tell the guy in the chair, fuck you? Yeah, I told the people not in chair, fuck you. I'm treating him exactly the same. Fuck you and fuck him. Like, what the fuck? But anyway, so we got together and I got on their show and I, I had some people who loved me over there because I do the deaf show and stuff. And, um, I was like, okay, I do it. And he's like, you got to go live because we got a fan. I said, I got a fan. Oh, I, I'm definitely doing this live. I'll wake up at two in the morning or four in the morning and do your fucking show your time because I got a fan. And so we started talking about some of the things, and I went to go into a story about how I had a girl with disabilities hit on me. Mm-hmm. And I, I say I have radar. And what I mean by that is I usually can have a good idea of people who are like me because we just get along. Yeah. yeah. And and being on the spectrum is that we all are different, but we all don't fit in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even though we're not the same, we all look and go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. You don't fit in either. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dante. Hi, I'm Paul. How are you? I'm going to over explain some things and over introduce myself. You too? Me too? Yeah! All right. So we went to talk about how I had this girl try to hit on me. It was a grown woman, but I can tell she's the mental capacity of not there. But she yeah. is a good-looking woman, but mentally she's not there. And I was talking about how how do you date that person? And they, oh, no, they deserve to date us. Yeah, but not me. I'm <laughs> mentally there, right? And so we got done. We're like, we should talk about this shit. Yeah. And so it's a transcontinental full-spectrum disabilities podcast. Oh, okay. that's awesome. Half the people are in UK. And half the people either have physical or mental disabilities. Right. I have oh, both. Okay. I'm partial deaf and Asperger's mm-hmm. and anxiety, yeah. right? Benny's, so the whole idea is I don't look disabled. Benny looks disabled. I and see, we've yeah. got everything mm-hmm. in between. Yeah. And so, like, uh, I'm just going to put our next show on June 6th. And we, do, we cover two topics. So we have the five of us as a panel and usually a guest person, right? So I ask everybody about the topic. We go around and I ask again. So our two topics are this week are the use of sex toys and workers. Nice. Okay. <laughs> nice. Because you're not allowed to use your money that you get from the government to buy a sex worker. But they don't get any other money. And how... Never mind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> how is it? Yeah, sex right. works yeah. for a work, right? Oh, that's a whole different show, right? <laughs> and then the se- second was the idea of, of virginity and celibacy within the community. Mm-hmm. Well, people aren't talking about this, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and then not only that, but for you listeners listening, just because your kid's autistic doesn't mean they're going to have a bad life. Just means yeah. they may not always fit in with people, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. But getting people to understand that, or even talking about the two ki- the par- kids, that the parents, I should say now, that were both Down syndrome and had got married and had a kid, and the kid came out regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and two Down syndrome people wow. know how yeah. to love each other, and I know it was yeah. a struggle, and those arguments must have been fucking horrible. Yeah. I can only imagine, because I work with a lot of those people, and they're not listening, and then the other one's, whoo, yeah. fuck! Yeah. And then they gotta work it out and make dinner? Oh, shit! Yeah. Like, whoo! <laughs> but those are things that have to be, like, talked about. Yeah. And yeah. So many, like I saw, it was you know I saw love on the spectrum. Oh, yeah, we I love that. that. Did you like that? Which oh somewhat God. inspired what, yeah. a, what you know me going down it. this lane. Hmm. But they hated. We hate that show. Oh really? really? Because you don't see a person like me with Aspergers on that show. Yeah, oh, okay. you don't yeah. see somebody who looks normal. Everybody on yeah, that show, you some, yeah. not sit. We're all fucked up in some way, so don't think you normies are any different. Let me tell you, you fuckers are fucked up because you're bad people. We're born this way. You guys are choosing to be fucked up. Right? You know what I mean? Like, that's what we say. We're We're fucked up just because we're we're fucked up. Yeah, yeah, we're born fucked up. You guys are choosing to be fucked up. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing we talked about is most people on the spectrum. Did you know there's an 80% chance that people on the spectrum are SJWs? And I don't mean single Jewish women. That's what I thought it was. It's social justice warriors. But uh, the reason is because they have a high moral and ethical standard. Mm-hmm. We don't understand social constructs. So something's either right or wrong. Yeah. And we get really frustrated when something doesn't make sense to yeah. me. And you can ask Reese or any of my friends around here. When people do shit to me that I can't understand, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I melt down and I'm, well, did I do something? You didn't do anything. They treated me like shit, but you didn't do it. But why are they treating me like yeah. this? And people look at Dude, let it go. I can't. Right. Yeah. Because it seems like a whole big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, the idea is, like, when we talk to people about these things and did these shows, they don't get that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The people you saw on 
love on the spectrum. You looked at them and you know they're special. Yeah. Well, there's millions of people walking around that you don't know are special. That's true. Right. Yeah. Just like he's weird with pink hair, and they are weird. Right. And there's a higher percent chance <laughs> of, of people being non-binary mm-hmm. and yeah. LGBTQ and all those things with people on the spectrum because we don't get social constructs. Yeah. We just try to express how we feel, and then we don't know how to express how we feel. And my side, my problem is... is Everything I express other than happy is fucking angry because I'm six two black and two hundred eighty fucking pounds, right? right. So right. it's it's having these conversations, and I had somebody watch one of my shows and be like, "That wasn't really funny. It's not supposed to be funny. It's just about voice, and even yeah. some of my comedy isn't going to be funny because it's about voice." I yeah. told John, the guy on the show, I was like, "I produce black and proud, and I hear a ton of dick sucking jokes and trans jokes that I do not understand or find funny, but I know I need to produce that because there's people that do." Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so that's a good way to wrap up that point is that I felt like it was something people needed to see. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, do you feel that this helps your comedy or does it hinder it? I feel like my my comedy is the last thing I fucking care about. Oh, okay. It's more of having the voice. Being Superman is bigger than me. It's bigger than the brand. Mm -hmm. It's bigger. It's, it's. We were here for what two weeks, four, five, seven weeks ago, or whatever, and and, and uh, one of the they had the Suitman logo on the side screen, and I was up on stage, and there's a picture, and Jackie Pro goes, the Suitman logo is kind of like the bat signal of comedy. Oh, nice, mm. nice. Because if you see a Suitman show, you know. Then personally, there's good white people, bad people, there's good cops, bad cops, right? Totally, good black people and bad black people. Shit, you know what I mean? But. <laughs> You know if you go to a Superman show, you're probably not going to hear rape jokes. You're not going to hear dick jokes. You're mm-hmm. not going to hear that kind of shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know you're probably not going to be offended. Mm-hmm. And if you are offended, it's because you're a person who's not in that group and you're upset that all these blacks or whites or minorities are bitching about how we're treated. Mm-hmm. You're a guy, a what, cis white guy who's mad at women are funny because all they're doing is vagina jokes. Well... I love yeah. a good vagina joke. No, no, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you guys are from Idaho. Yeah. Oh, you hear them come up. This is a god darn it, tarnation. This is bullshit. Yeah. Tarnation. Yeah. What? Tarnation? Yeah. I'm sorry. Every time I think of Idaho, I think of Yosemite Sam when I think of you fuckers. I'm like, from just, California. Yeah, bam, bam. Alaska. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's even worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, She's geez. got all her teeth. She's a keeper. I know. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Hey. <laughs> Never mind. No. I got friends from Wrangell, you know, I got oh, friends, yeah, yeah. Juno. Hey, hey, real Alaska, not the big city, Juno. you know, oh. hey, what's that about you, from the big city, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and Juno's about the size of Boise on a bad day, that's the shitty yeah. part, yeah, and you can't drive there, no, there's one stop get... sign, yeah, yeah, not even yeah. light, what, we got yeah. a McDonald's, whoa, Woo. yeah, no. I mean, you can go to the end of the road on both ends. So I'll tell this story I have to. So I remember the first time I went to Tahola. Do you know where Tahola no. is? So Tahola is the tip of Washington. You know, okay. we have that little part. It's the little tip. It's the native area. And so we were going there. I used to play football for Grays Harbor, which is the, the county out there. But it's mm-hmm. Aberdeen's the white town. You should have heard of Aberdeen. They're yep. mad at the spotted owl. That's what? Spotted out. Yeah. They can't oh, walk gotcha. no more. That's, yeah. that's where the spotted out. Sorry, sorry. I digress. But anyways, so I was going there the first time because my buddies that I played with, some of them were tribal. I was like, all right, we're going to get there. And it's, of course, it's not 4th of July. It's Chief Tahola Days. But anyways, was, we're going to get there. And we'll get there. We'll go to a Denny's or something. Oh, no. There's no stop sign. There's no street lights. There's no gas station in Tahola. Like, these are... 
real Indians. These aren't casino Indians. These are regular. Like, we all think it's sitting there. Never mind. I digress. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're Alaska Native. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, God. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Who know? Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. So, uh, what else do we got? Why uh, did you start doing stand-up? So, I grew up... I grew up as a homeless kid, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember the first apartment we got was on 8th and Madison. And we mm-hmm. had cable. Yeah. And my mom was an alcoholic, and she'd be out at all times. And I used to love watching David Letterman mm-hmm. and Johnny Carson. Yeah. And I loved watching A&E's and Evening at the Improv. Yeah. And I can remember watching everybody. Risa Rudner, you know, mm-hmm. Bobcat Goldwyn, George Carlin. You know, you could say Cosby and all these, but what about the small ones that yeah. people yeah. don't... Like, I used to love Risa Rita Rudner and her powdery nose of talking. <laughs> yeah. And her just light little talk, right? <laughs> and just Jerry Seinfeld before he was Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of my favorites, even though I don't... it's He'd be fucking canceled now, is, Hey, yo, bitch, fucking Andrew Dice Clay! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hey, hey yeah. what the fuck? Why aren't you making me a sandwich? Hey, right? No, that's not how you talk yeah. to a woman. I don't endorse yeah. that. Sorry, I'm suit man, not nice man, right? But just, I remember that. And then I've always had it in me. Mm-hmm. And so my mom died. I went through a shitty divorce, finding myself. And right before I went to the divorce, was homeless, I tried comedy. And I did five minutes, and it was good. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot what I wanted to say, so I went back and grabbed the mic from the lady and did some more time because I didn't know you couldn't do that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw your right. face. <laughs> For those who didn't see his face, he drives, oh, fuck, you don't do that. <laughs> Especially to a black lady. She did. I learned, I learned two lessons that night. But I got off the stage, and Sam Miller's a, a good comedian of our area, big guy, does recovery work. Um, yeah. he's, he's well well written about comedian in our area. But he's like, hey man, great set. How long have you been doing comedy? What, a couple years? No, first time. Wow. And everybody there was like, like pissed. Yeah. You know, that was your first time? Well, I bombed yeah. my first time. Was, Sounds like you're not fucking funny. Like, <laughs> And then I did somebody's art of bombing contest and I was like, I've never really just bombed. Hmm. No, because I, I know I, I write I wrote, write good jokes. They're personable. They're stories. Yeah. I don't really have to write a set because I'm usually just doing stuff about me and, and reminding my... It's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where... I've always been a comedian. If you Google Dante Barnett, Duante Barnett, if you want to spell it right for those <laughs> listeners, right, yeah. you're going to find Rate My Professor. I'm on there for when I taught at Green River. Oh, and really? he made class enjoyable. Green River Community College? Yeah. I went there. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> Daters, bitch, let's go. <laughs> After the serial killer went through. Yeah. <laughs> not really, but you're not that old. Okay, what are you, 25? You got such a young lady. Oh, that's I right. see you over that's there. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're polyamorous out here. Jesus Christ, you got me out of fuck. But I, I, I'm on there and make class enjoyable. And I told my buddy, you know, I taught database class. He's what? Yeah. You made people laugh in database class? Yeah, because I'd be like, hey, you know, everybody cares a database. And they're like, what? I'd be like, yeah, it's fucking right here. What do you think your phone is? Yeah. What do you think single line sign-ons are? Is your number stored in a database? So no yeah. matter where you use that email, it goes with you and all these different things. And like, it was just, like, making things relatable or talking about, like, so you want to know why a database is great? If I can keep track of how many listeners listen to this show. Yeah. 
and we know Dante's high energy and he does minority shows, right? Well, I should probably email those same customers when I know we're doing another minority show. Yeah. Because if they didn't listen when we had Bill Bob White guy and they didn't listen to the Asian guy, exactly. but they only showed up when Dante was on yep. and Christina was on and Reese was on, well, any smart person knows they're supporting the black community. Yeah. So next time we have a black guest on, I want to only email the people that did these three episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just talked to you yeah. about database in a huge way, yeah. and we talked about your show. There's a reason why I teach, right? <laughs> but that was the thing is can you make things relatable? Can you have fun? Can you yeah. make a joke? And the more I get into this, the more I get better just fucking rambling like we are with you yeah. guys. And I know that's. I can do this. Yeah. When I do my, like I did a whole bit on being the black butler for fucking Batman and I turned mm-hmm. that into a bit and then I talked about drugs one day and turned that into a bit and I'm just lazy at writing because I not I do so many more things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. it's like the comedy just comes to me. I host. That's I'm awesome. not looking to be a headliner. I'm yeah. not looking. To, I'm looking to produce shows and, and yeah. have fun oh, and cool. create these atmospheres where people want to come. Yeah and be here oh that's awesome nice. that's you know what awesome. I mean the idea yeah. like yeah. we just got confirmation we'll be doing Def Comedy Jam here oh awesome. cool the EAF right yeah, Def yeah for yeah. all those the black guys said Def yeah. Comedy yeah. Jam yeah. no you're not yeah. listening D-E-A-F yeah. we translate comedy for deaf people yeah. okay awesome. but there's a huge deaf market out here and then one of the comedians Craig Grass is really good yeah. his whole family's deaf but him Oh, wow. I heard about that yeah, the other day yeah. on the so, morning show on the X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was funny because my buddy LJ ran out and was like, hey, man, there's this guy I got on a show. And then I talked to him. So I talked to him. And I was like, hey, yeah, well, let's do it here. Is it here? She's like, yeah, let's do yeah. it. So this fall we'll be doing Def Comedy oh, Jam awesome. here with Sweet. me and Craig Guest. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, we got to come to that. Yes, right? Yes, and yes. so that's the thing is when's the last time a deaf person could go somewhere? But the bigger one for me is where. when's the last time a deaf person and someone that I love that's not deaf could go somewhere and have a good time? Yeah. That's huge. That's true. Yeah. Dang. That's awesome. Well, I hate to cut this short. We do have Frankie French coming in next. Thank you so much for being here. When are you? So do you have? Yeah, when are you on stage? We'll be, um, I'll be again on stage tomorrow. I'm hosting at 6 o'clock on the main stage. And then I'll be downstairs closing out that room from 10 to 11 also. Awesome. And then I'll be running the stage tonight. I think I'm doing some puns tomorrow as well. Oh, cool. Check me out. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, SuitmanComedy.com. Just go to SuitmanComedy.com. On Instagram. And we are going to come to that Def Jam. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. And Thank the mix and misidentified. Yes. We're going to get that fun. one, too. I want all your money. Let's yes. go. Oh, yeah. got it. You got all it. All right. I'm signing out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adam. I'm Wendy Mosier. Hashtag get, get toasted. Stay toasted. Stay toasted. Thank, Thank you, Dante. <laughs> what do you prefer to be called? Okay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>